0: We're running ads where you can get men and women smelling good, and stuff like that. And I, I you know, I let's get you on the show and talk about how to make our packages smell good. But we're show number forty-seven, and someone wants to say hello to you. Hey, fat fish heads! It's time for another edition of the hottest new podcast on all platforms. Fat fish, sit back and strap yourself in for the wildest ride on the open seas. Now, flap your fins for the fabulous Fat Fish Brothers, Eric Fish Snyder, and Brad Grunny Grunberg, AKA Snacks. Snacks? (laughs) How you doing there, champ? I'm good, man. You see that that one-two punch I had? You see I that? Did. That was a knockout. Apollo Creed wants none of me, man. I'll tell you.
1: No, Apollo Creed wants none of you, buddy. What are you, uh, what are you five nine? What are you, uh, what are you wearing? Five is?
0: nine and a half at 168 pounds. Pure um, pure I muscle. probably in my heyday ran a four 440 Now I, I run about the only time I run fast is trying to catch up to you to get in line at the buffet. There's no running fast anymore, buddy. What are you, no. what, how tall are you, Brad? A little taller than I am. Um, yeah, I'm uh,
1: six. Like six and a half, and I'm in uh, about
0: 175.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> well, my New Year's resolution was to stop bullshitting, and I, I lost that about 30 seconds into it. Point. Uh, I'll tell you. Hey, everyone. Brad had a great date night last night. I got a picture of Brad on his date last night, and he is such a gentleman. And Brad, can we get a can we get a side view? Of you first. We show this side view. Okay. Yeah, let me just uh hang on. Freddie Flintstone. Are you doing a Freddy? Well, Flintstone? you know what? You are you're, you're pretty close, but look at Brad on his date night last night. This is so cool. Is that the best? <laughs> that's Brad Roberts And he went to the Bedrock, Bedrock Inn, and that's his date, Wilma. Look at him lighting the cigarette for her. They're in the cigarette packs on there. He's got the and she's <laughs> got that great low-cut top. Tell us about your date at the Bedrock Inn. I hear they have great burgers.
1: Ah, you know, I love I love my wife and she's so sweet. I when she puts that cigarette in her mouth. I gotta light her up and uh, How long have we been married? Uh, a long time too long, but I'm um, fast Freddy. I got wheels. Don't fuck with me, okay?
0: No, I'm not fucking with you, but I'll tell you what I know you had probably a mini stroke because You had me up to owing you three dinners, and I gave you gave back two with the two of the most crazy championship games. Let's get into the football games. Get into this. I want you to talk the whole time about you watching them and you reacting because you had the Chiefs. I mean, you had the, the Ravens and you had the Lions. And they were both the kind of games that you could have easily had five dinners. Five dinners in your pocket. Take me through your day last Sunday watching the games, your trepidation. Did you throw any did you uh, just go did you throw anything did you throw a remote no i don't throw remotes
1: <clears throat> but i planned my day uh, i didn't uh, lift ride i didn't do my lifting i wanted to be well rested so i could watch these games so let's start with the ravens lamar jackson's kind of a fraud because <clears throat> this guy stays in the pocket way too long man way too long and uh, when you're home And you have the kind of season he had, and that's the performance that you uh, show up with. Not good, not good, horrible, horrible game. And he never got started. Just,
0: where'd that come from? I have no technical difficulties because my thumb, my thumb, everyone, everyone, I got an email real quick. Where you get going? my thumb controls everything so if the thumb goes 1 millimeter to the left of your technical stuff you get a meme or something like that but continue on with well, first our job. Of all,
1: make sure your thumb is not up your ass maybe we can- <laughs> no that's <laughs> this one yeah. i mean switch you know and the dexterous i mean gee I my mean, knee. come on buddy we've done this is number show show number 47 yeah, i mean you can get this right all right just smell your wait smell your uh, thumb for me smell it and i'll go Okay, good, good. Okay. Oh, is that smoke? I red? better put
0: that Lume ad on. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man. All right, go ahead. I, I talk Lamar Jackson. Go on. Lamar Jackson's a fraud. He showed, didn't show up, and uh, you know at the end they they scored, but it was it was really over. They they looked terrible, just awful. And uh, Harbaugh, I mean, come on, man, take take a page out of your brother's book. Fifteen and zero, baby, national t- champs so he blew it and then the second game you're up by 17 points on an away game in foreign territory you're doing great you can't score in the second half come on campbell you can do better you've been there when you're up by that many points you you gotta win the game you gotta play to win it was like all of a sudden they shut it down it was it was unbelievable perfect first half and then i don't know what happened in the locker room i mean maybe i was in there with my uh, double doubles i don't know what the fuck was going on just everybody just oh and then these digs oh i'm injured buddy suck it up you're going to the super bowl you asshole. i mean dropping balls right and left just horrible uh, you know Jared Goff, he played great. I mean, he he listen, he hit these guys right in the fucking numbers, and these assholes drop the ball over and over. Diggs is Diggs should be released immediately if he hasn't already. Unbelievable! Detroit has waited, waited what decades, centuries to get to this point, and that's it, what been terrible.
0: In this medium, you're not supposed to correct because you know it makes you look bad but Stephen stefan Diggs plays for the buffalo bills who
1: oh that's right we're
0: golfing the guy you're talking about it's yeah, an right. honest mistake you know because the guy emulated him was josh reynolds for the job for the right
1: reynolds, i'm sorry for the
0: lions brad and he i mean i could not believe so then it got me you're right you're spot on about everything you said but in the fourth quarter with a minute to go i'm a big dan campbell guy yeah you don't yeah run the ball on third down you keep your timeouts so in case you have to give the ball back to san francisco you can get the ball back again instead of doing a stupid what they say doing an onside kick what is it two out of 44 this year
1: yeah
0: i mean you got a better chance of giselle bunch and jumping in brad's bed naked tonight. <laughs> not happening
1: i don't know let me ask you this i mean he's mr you know fourth down He go oh he probably the one coach that calls Let's go on fourth down, fourth and three. Let's go, but he should have kicked that field goal. He should have. It would have made it. would have made it a three-score game, right? Yeah, I, I,
0: I can't. You know what? I, I go the other way. Yeah. I go that Detroit had a fabulous season. Um, Cam Newton came out, the great quarterback of the Carolina Panthers, has since retired, and said that Brock pissed me off. He said on all the national shows you watch in the morning, from Stephen A. Smith, the other ones that you and I watch, that. Brock Purdy's not a top 10 player on his own team. What, what? the fuck is he watching? Brock what? Purdy, had a. you watch it. How many yeah. third down conversions did he have oh, running my. the ball with his own feet, Brad? He made some great passes, So These sore yeah. losers, Detroit fans, guess what? You lost. You had a good season. Yeah. Go play golf.
1: Cam Newton had so many opportunities to go to the Super Bowl. He blew it. You know, he's just bitter and angry. Fuck him. No, Purdy's yeah. unbelievable. Purdy is going to be the x factor in the super bowl i'm telling you he is unbelievable wow i mean how yeah. can I,
0: he, he so got, let's get to the super bowl let's get to it we're not going to make our predictions until we do fat fish 48 next monday stupid okay. to do it now unless you you want to go on a limb and say it, say it right now i'd rather wait what about you i'll wait yeah let's wait okay so one thing being a raider fan and I know a lot of Raiders and their organization watch this. So I speak to them and I speak for Brad. The two teams Raider fans hate the most are the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers because of the rivalry in the Bay Area for 50 years between Oakland and San Francisco. It's the same as the Dodgers Giants, you know, and, and, and the Golden State and the Lakers, that being said. So I found this meme and you ha- I want you to read it. And it goes back, if you have to see the movie listeners, Casino, when joe peggie is forced to watch his brother get beat the to, to death with a baseball bat check out this meme brad read it
1: raider fans watching 49ers and chiefs get painted on painted on their end zones oh my, god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that's great <laughs> look at that
0: <laughs> is that crazy or what man oh, oh my god that is. that's crazy. how we feel now i got a couple other memes all related to football. I want you to say, this is recent. This is not Photoshop. Actually, I'm going to show you a picture of Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. First Brady, which is recent. And then Mahomes in the locker room after the Baltimore Ravens. And I want you to look at Brad's face when he sees these memes, if he can. It it gives him up. You can sneak in like that because it'll make Brad feel better about the way he perceives his life and his physique. Look at Brady first.
1: Nice. (laughs)
0: Look little, at that, huh? A little mean on the bone. I like that. Yeah. Look at that midriff huh? Look at that. Now this is my, this is Mahomes. Mahomes is the to me, Brad. Uh, there's Mahomes, uh-huh. and then there's the rest of the NFL as far as quarterbacks go. This yeah. look at look at this little midriff
1: All right, all right.
0: He's still great. Who cares? Still
1: great. I mean, right? You, you don't have to have you know uh rock hard no. abs. I mean, this guy is the one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever. Live. Both of them are the greatest quarterbacks that ever lived. Right. And OK, they had a couple you of like them. that. I love it. this. This is Makes this is. Me, I want me, you to read me. this for
0: our listening audience. And Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is doing. I would say about in the second trimester right there. And he's getting ready. He's getting ready to probably have Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's baby. But that's another story. We're going to go back old school. Everyone says to us, hey, you guys live in the 70s and 80s. Howard Cosell was a huge, huge icon in the broadcasting of football in the 70s when Brad, Brad and I grew up. And this is true. His two partners, one, one on when he did games, were Bruce Jenner and OJ Simpson. Read this one.
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Howard Gosell. And I just looked into the future and you're not going to believe the shit
0: I'm about to tell you. Well, <laughs> what that's he's it. inferring to listening audience on Podbean, thank you, is that Bruce Jenner looks like Bruce Jenner. He became Kendall K- Jenner. K- and K- we all know what happened to OJ Simpson. So I think that's great. <laughs> Oh,
1: man, that's a great toupee Howard has on there. Oh, he did. Those guys made me feel a lot better about my physique. Let me tell you that. Thank you so much for yeah, And that. then,
0: this, And then finally, our Super Bowl, before we get to the Super Bowl for next week, check this one out. Uh-huh. The 49ers versus <laughs> that's Chucky. Chucky. Oh, that's Taylor, Taylor Swift?
1: Swift? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I'm a Swifty fan. I mean, I think, you know, we'll get to the predictions next week. But, oh, oh, by the way, you owe me two dinners, right?
0: You still owe me two. Yeah. Okay. Take a look at Taylor Swift there, it's a cute dog. I'm doll. talking, wait, 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 what? wait,
1: Before you stop talking, I want to talk about my dinners. Two you owe me now, two. Okay, go
0: ahead. Wherever you want to go. It'll be, it could be, in, uh, I'll do one here and I'll come see, you. I'm I'm, yeah, I'm gonna come to uh, LA in the next couple of months. We'll so do one in LA, Okay. you, you choose a joint.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I buy, that. you come here. Okay. We do Popeyes or Chick Fil A. <laughs> so uh, Taylor Swift, you, you're I'm a one, big one thing fan. about your honesty and your transparency is you always talk. You, you, Lamar's a fraud. Kevin Klein's an asshole. All right. Yeah. Uh, I went to the Fox yeah. commissary. Harry, Harry Hamlin was tough to deal with. All right. See that? That's Taylor Swift, obviously, as a doll, but. One thing to say about Taylor Swift for all these assholes that give a shit about her being in the booth at the, at the Super Bowl with Tra- Travis Kelsey's family, who she didn't, she's the most philanthropic, greatest person. How much money she gives away to charity is insane. OK, yep, that's all you know.
1: But in addition to giving the money, money to people that are less fortunate and and need it, she also physically does things for people. And doesn't say anything. That's what I love. People that just do to do, but don't have a camera crew behind them, uh, so they can post it later on. Just do your good deeds and don't say anything. That's a great person. And uh, you you do so much for people. I try to do mine. And we just live our life. We don't have to you know pat ourselves on the back whenever we do something nice. Um, You know, I did something nice being on this podcast. Jesus Christ, what was I thinking? But with that said, um, no, Taylor Swift, I mean, she is the salt of the earth. I've talked to so many people about her. Uh, Our dear friend John Orlando knows her. Tony Orlando knows her, her, his father. She is incredible. And the pressure that she has with all the people that work with her and all the things she does she she really is i mean she it was raised by great parents i mean that's really really where it starts like like your son max great kid great guy great mother father not
0: so good but we gotta we gotta find that guy i don't know who the guy we gotta find your father is you know great great could be you (laughs) how lucky would he be the pool boy oh my god no thank you for your compliment i got a meme with i got another meme with with try you know i'm all making fun here but you know, I tell my kids this is Forrest Gump and Jenny because that's how they live their lives. I mean, it, it, I, look, you know what it is it pisses me off for of my pet peeves is jealousy. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Travis Kelsey's hell. I just saw him on um, Pat McAfee's podcast or his show. Yeah. And he goes, I'm happy. I'm in love with this woman. So she happens to be a billionaire superstar. Who gives yeah. a shit? He's a superstar. Right. He's a first ballot Hall of Fame NFL player. Right, Brad?
1: absolutely he's he's the go-to guy when you need when you need a first down just find him on the field he will he has great hands and he is one of the great tight ends in league history
0: Yep. Easy. what's going on who's at the door well the mailman's walking by i do this in my kitchen and the mailman walks by or a male woman well, how do you is there any kind of politically correct way to say that the male person walks by there you go and You know, dogs are with male people. It's it's, that goes back to legendary. So how's your dog? Is your, is your, Uh, not to say, I want to show one more, a couple more memes. Is Annie Annie a watchdog?
1: Annie, yeah, she barks when people walk by the door. Absolutely. You know, she protects her family. And I protected her this morning. We went to Chick-fil-A for a breakfast bowl and I share it with her. Don't tell anybody, just between you and I. And uh, there it is, oh. Is that that's uh Charlie's Angels? What are you well, doing? I want to go to that. I'll be I don't know what's going on. We will
0: fix this by the next Thank show. But uh, I'm, 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 so this is what women looked like in the seventies, and I had the poster of these three women. Brad did too. Brad, Brad had the picture of the guy. I forgot his name, the actor. But oh, David Charlie's Doyle. Angels, and Brad, David you gotta help. Me.
1: Oh, Brad. oh, that's Sammy that Davis is. Jr. That's Sammy Davis Jr. in the picture with the girls, but it was David Doyle. Who uh, was the
0: actor? So, that, yeah. Brad, is that okay? So that's Jacqueline Smith, Kate Jackson in the middle, and Jacqueline Smith is still and Kate Jackson looks beautiful. Is that Cheryl Ladd or is that yes. Shelly Smith? Which one is that? Cheryl Ladd. That's Cheryl, Cheryl Ladd. Ladd.
1: Yeah, Cheryl Ladd. I I, I read her I went to read for a couple of parts and she was in the waiting room, and I just praised her. I go, Cheryl, you are unbelievably amazing. You are so sweet, and she was so humble. Oh, my goodness, and still
0: hot. Oh, my. All three of them.
1: Yeah, oh, all three oh. of them. Yeah, great show. Farrah Fawcett. I mean, my God, I had her poster in my in my bedroom. You know that. Oh, God, was that a great Oh, movie. boy. The bathing Who suit. Didn't? The bathing suit with the nipple, right? The one yeah, nipple.
0: Right. You know, I, I'm going to get, I still have it somewhere. I have to go in my attic. I never, I rolled that thing up. Next mm-hmm. to a Raider pennant I had in my room, you know, right. and I had that long poster of, you know, if you looked at Mark Wahlberg's room in Boogie Nights, that was my room. Like, You know, I like Al Pacino yeah. and Scarface, not Scarface, Al Pacino and The Godfather, John Travolta, Senate Fever, Farrah Fawcett, and football pennants. Like, um, Gary, what did your room look like in 1974 vibe? Right? Same thing, right? Um, Burger King, Ronald's uh, <laughs> poster, Ronald. <laughs> Herster, uh, Ronald. <laughs> My hero
1: is Ronald McDonald. He's my hero. He's my personal hero. Uh, yeah, my room, I have all, you know what I have, I have uh, in my room, in my office, I have my life on the walls, stuff I've done. Like I'm looking right now at my dad and I, I took him to the Tyson Holyfield, uh, ear biting at uh, the MGM. I was in a commercial promoting a beer called gold beer. Don King decided to come out with a beer it was called gold beer and me and joe tory comedian joe tory we were the spokespersons for the beer and we did all these commercials and they gave me two tickets ringside and i took my dad and it was unbelievable because we didn't even know what was going on mills lane i mean who, we were like lost like what happened the whole thing stopped you know and uh, then i found the ear and of course i put it between two pieces of rye bread with mayo and it was delicious Evander Holyfield's ear, but I have my life on the walls. I got my University of Arizona pendant there. Um, One day I'll show you what I got on the wall. I got, I mean, I'm so blessed. I've had the most blessed life. I'm living my dream, not right now, but I'm living my dream, uh, you know, being an actor. Oh, I have, and right in the middle, I have my bar mitzvah picture, uh, you know, three piece Pierre Cardon suit from Saks Fifth
0: Avenue. Oh, man, God.
1: the three-piece. Pierre
0: Cardin's suit. Oh, God. Were you, a, well, I'm more interested in you in the 70s and 80s. Were you a, a brute by Fabergé, an, Aris, or an Aramis man, or were you high karate? Oh, high karate all the way.
1: High karate, man. It smelled good, and the guy doing that karate kick, you know, on yeah. the on the, uh, on the box. Oh, man, come on. Can't get better than high karate. I tell girls, I said, I know i'm going to pick you up we're going to have a great time i'll be if you can't see me you can smell me i'll be wearing high karate
0: baby well i don't know about you but me i've always had a nice little mane. and back in the day now you have all kinds of you can go into a walgreens or a cvs and there's just a whole shelf of gels for your hair back when we were kids right there was two products Brill cream a little dabble do you right right there?
1: yeah i'm here I'm just remember, looking it.
0: remember vitalis oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, okay oh my god yeah yeah look behind me you see all the pictures i used to take pictures with all the celebrities in the in the fox commissary i were i were i was the warm-up guy for jeff foxworthy that's over my shoulder uh he was the greatest he he is the greatest Oh, such a nice guy So I have my life on the walls. So I smile and I look at the, you know, this article, that article, I have uh, Savage Steve Holland, you know, Savage Steve Holland, the director, writer, director. Uh, He did better off dead in one crazy summer. Remember those two movies? Sure. Oh, they're so good. John Cusack was in that and Dan Schneider Mm -hmm. and Demi Moore was in one crazy summer. I met him in the commissary He was, he is the greatest. He is, I might be doing, uh, bringing him out of retirement, trying to find him. I put out a bolo on him, but he is such a nice guy and so talented. Oh my goodness. Savage Steve Hall used to have Super Bowl parties. He knew nothing about sports, okay, fish. And he goes, what's the Super Bowl? I go, let me handle the Super Bowl. You handle the social aspect. We had Eric Karros there. We had every swing and this and that. Um, uh, Piazza came. They came to. But it started out with eight people, and then it ballooned to like 500 people at his house in the Hollywood Hills. And I was upstairs uh, with that TV, and I sat in a room with Pamela Anderson and, and a Kid Rock when they were dating. So it was the three of us and she was she was very strange she was like holding holding him and whispering in his ear and i go i'm right here and i was on the show vip so i i introduced myself i don't know if you remember we, we were on the vip together uh bob ritchie he goes, hey call me bob call me bob don't call me kid rock call me bob who do you like who do you like in the show? such a nice guy really cool guy so i i uh, i'll tell you the walls that i see right here are my life and uh it's it's been a great life so far i have a lot more to go with you oh
0: you i gotta do with you (laughs) i put them let's go back yeah because you mentioned two people that i want our listeners of you meant great mills lane is a famous boxing referee who did this all the time let's go yeah yeah yeah. and eric caros was a first baseman for the dodgers for many years i want to say in the late 90s to the 2000s and now he's a fox commentator doing baseball so brad hangs out with people that are b-list players because he's a c-list player right now (laughs) like you know the the the, the acting strike ends and brad gets gets an audition to play a vine a blind ventriloquist that holds a parrot cage you Mm -hmm. know how did you pull that one did you get the the gig
1: i don't know how i got that role but mills lane is my favorite boxing referee of all time and what did he always say
0: Let's get it on. Get it on. That's right. Let's get it on. Right now. Let's go. Let's but get it it on this nose, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like this guy, family. tooting. You know. <laughs> oh God.
1: Yeah. Judge Mills Lane is tooting.
0: Judge Mills Lane. Lane. You know. Yeah. No. Oh, wow. One more. One more meme.
1: Great. Yeah.
0: One more meme I want to get a couple things in with you and and Tara. I got. I got some. I, gotta, I love when people send us the emails and one is great for Br- they're all great for Brad Grumberg because it's really the Brad Grumberg show I'm just the, I'm just the oh, talent God. that looks good he's a guy that hey he's a comedy but I found a meme that is so apropos to today I'm like, we're gonna piss people off but we we don't go either way we're, we're not wolf culture and we're not you know we're we're, we're not uh ultra right check this one out buddy <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great Explain it, read it, and explain it.
1: If Star Wars was filmed in 2024, uh, Luke, I am your father, and basically he's wearing a bondage outfit. Uh, Darth Vader is wearing a bondage outfit, and he's got a pretty good rack. Uh, I guess 2024 with Me Too and all that, it wouldn't be a guy, it would be a girl in that outfit. Wow, I like that outfit. That's funny. Where do you find these memes? What do you do all day? I found
0: that one. Yeah on your wall, the one you're looking straight up at. You have that you know, that's what you look at. That's what you pray to before you go to sleep. You know? And that's your per that is your perfect woman. That is right there.
1: Yes, yeah, looks true. like
0: dark. Have a mask on because who knows what she looks. She to look at you. And then yeah. she had that's a nice spot. And look at look at those thighs, Brad. And look at that leather going up there. Right. Look at them. Look at him salivating that fucker. Look at him.
1: No, no, no. It's not him. It's her. What are you talking
0: about? How do you know? Could be him. It could be a him dressed up as like a her and have some falsies. Could be. You don't know that. Yeah. Could He's be. It could
1: be a trans, which is fine, which is great. I like that. Twenty twenty four. A trans Darth Vader makes sense.
0: A Why trans not? Darth Vader. Wow.
1: That's pretty cool. A right? trans
0: Darth Vader.
1: Yeah,
0: we're going back Let's to with him. Like, yeah. All right. I want to get into some 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 before we get. There, I got a, I got a couple segments of pet peeves and then. You know ask brad this that you know ask brad this like i don't count that is true i don't um you said let's talk about um you, you texted me so let's talk about this guy because what he means if, if because of this guy we're going to show you and brad's gonna tell you who he is is pretty much the reason why we have cell phones and internet and podcasts who's that brad
1: oh that's the great steve jobs very sadly he's no longer with us he was way ahead of his time god bless him and he has said some stuff when he was sick now he had cancer i think liver cancer and he went holistic other than conventional and unfortunately he lost his life he had he had he had a um liver transplant and uh then the cancer came back but man what he did for us and 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 I saw this meme which he was explaining life. What What is life? Is life money? Is life houses and cars and bullshit? Your health is your wealth. We've talked about it. That's the most important thing. But kids today in their 20s and 30s don't think about their health. It's like when you start getting into your 40s and your 50s and things start happening, that's when you go, wow, yeah, my health is the most important thing. But really being happy i live my life like i've said on other shows positivity and love anything else exit you're out of my life and, and there's no and there's no repairing that because at our age people are not going to change right i mean maybe oh i'm sorry i'll never do that again oh yes you will i mean come on you're going to no. Do it. I, I
0: disagree with you yeah. I, I probably have the most uh, one thing you could ask anyone in my family ask my brother-in-law dave Panati, who's a brother to me Mm-hmm. I have an open mind. I do. If I if you show me something, first of all, you have to fact check me when I say something. Sometimes, but if I'm wrong about something, I'll come clean and be accountable. What that doesn't happen anymore. Okay, people aren't accountable. But I I have an open mind. So do you. You know, if you saw something, if you thought something, then someone showed you, hey, you're wrong. You're going to admit it, and that's what we're losing. But with Steve Jobs, before we get to that conversation. He had the greatest line ever he goes in 1986 he goes i just invented one of the greatest technological advances in the history of mankind that's going to provide an information highway he goes well it's good it's the greatest invention for people to communicate but i believe way after i'm dead it'll be it'll be a big bastard And you know what he meant by that hacking bullying we're trying to get where we got we're big with andrew klein and molly's challenge and and you know we we, and we did bar boss and it's amazing that to me about steve jobs brad you you take off on this take off on what i'm saying is he had the insight to know that developed something that could the internet computers cell phones now you can do podcasts on your cell phones not like i can't i'm an idiot but but he also had the insight to to think this, this thing is devious you know that the you know you you said it perfectly my wife said brad said it when you bully someone and when we say somebody, show, when we were younger you, you, you didn't take it home with you but now because you have a phone and the internet and stuff like that you go on facebook and people are talking shit about you it's
1: true and uh, a lot of it they're lies they're made up uh, a lot of these people say things about others the bullying just to make themselves feel better because maybe they're not as good looking or as talented or as successful you know be happy for one another the pie is big enough for everybody to have a slice and it's just sad the world, look at that way the world is falling apart and uh we've all experienced it you know we've all experienced it in life and uh there are good people like like you know I've mentioned people Keanu Reeves great person Adam awesome. Sandler amazing person amazing uh, even Tom Cruise you know he's a little you know cuckoo with the uh Scientology but he like I told you last show first on the set last to leave and he's good to his crew he's good to his actors he's just a good person but you know no one's perfect except you no um except you know it's just that's how life is but I just hope one day people change, but, you know, sadly enough, 99% usually people always stay the same and they, they say, I'll change and I'll do this and I'll do that. Usually they just resort back to what they know and their comfort zone, so to speak. You know, I, 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 you know, I subscribe to a whole different life. I try to help people. I try to, you know, be nice to people. I, you know, I was bullied. I was bullied as a fat kid believe it or not no i was bullied but i used my comedy as the buffer i mean to deflect the you know the mean horrible things people said about me you fat pig you think i remember i'm not going to say who it is but you know how in sixth grade you know that big picture you take with all your classmates and then your friends sign the back so a guy i grew up with he lived up the street from me he wrote on the back of my picture, you, Hey fatty, you're so fat, all this stuff. Right? So many years later, I had a sixth grade reunion and I went to his office cause he had a sign. He had a look at, so he was helping me with this reunion. And he turned the picture around and he looked at what he put and what he wrote. And he literally had tears in his eyes. He goes, I wrote that about you, man. No, you did, man. You were brutal. Back when you called me fatty and fatso and all sorts of stuff, man. He goes, "Wow." And and he was really short, so and and scrawny. So he made fun of me to make himself feel better, you know. So that's how life is, man. It's sad, you know. Generations, you know, they come and go, but usually things stay the same. I just hope one day, look at Molly. God bless Molly Klein. She was bullied. She was bullied so much she took her own life. Horrible! A thirteen-year-old girl takes her own life. What? A beautiful yeah. girl. She only helped people. She only was nice. Only yeah. nice to her
0: classmates and people around her. I, I read a statistic in USA Today that that and and unfortunately Andrew Andrew contested this and he's living the holy hell of this that there's a teenage suicide from bullying every single day in America. Yeah. Now I'm guaranteed they're bullies, they're bullies in Russia and South America and China and what have you. And, and we're not gonna fix it, but it's a reason why I lived in the past because I had a good past and I like to share it with people, okay? And you had a great past and we grew up. The difference between now and then, and this this pertains to this guy right here, okay? Steve Jobs, it's technology. Yep. When Brad and I were younger, and we watched a Ram game or a Dodger game, okay? First of all, you only Dodger games you saw on the road were against the Giants on a Sunday. Remember that? They had selective games. If you're lucky to get the game of the week on a Saturday with Joe Garigiello and Tony Kubek. Right. But we had to read the paper. I used to run out. To my dad to get the L.A. Times and the L.A. Herald Examiner to read the reports about, you know. I think we have – this has pissed people off. That, 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 you know, I get emails and stuff and comments. I think we appreciated stuff more when we were younger because we had to earn it. Do I love technology today? Do I love the fact that I can do a podcast with you? No. But the fact that I can watch, I can watch the NFL on my phone when I'm stuck in an airport or something like that. You know, that's great. Yeah. But something's lost in these new generations with entitlement, with no accountability, and not willing to admit you're wrong. That's something we learned. I guarantee you, Jerry and Sandy said, Brad, not in these words if you fuck up admit it if you admit it you're you're more of a of a mint you're more of a person you admit you you messed up people don't do that nowadays i see it and 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 people come in the bar and then said you do it too you see it so saying saying you're sorry goes a long way
1: saying you're sorry it goes a long way and a lot of people uh, people who i know people that are close to me who were close to me had trouble they deflect i go you are i got you in the corner, you did it, you said it, say you're sorry, and we can move on and they won't do it. They will not. And by the way, Fish, I'm gonna tell you something. With all this bullying and all this horrible hate that's going on in the world, these wars and all that, there's something that is real and that will find you. It's called Mr. Karma, K-A-R-M-A. Karma finds you, it's real. I've seen it in my life. It might not happen in a week, a day, a uh, month a year it hits it comes and by the way it might come to you that person privately you might not ever see it that's the thing karma is real what you put out in life comes back to you
0: i i i believe, I, I disagree wholeheartedly i think hitler got away with i'm killing myself not only did he kill six million There's jews power. and three million gypsies and cause a hundred million lives to be displaced because of that he killed himself that's the easy way out right And I did a podcast with John Daly, one of your good friends before we did a whole thing. 86% of people don't think there's an afterlife. So if you just die, you die. But what I do agree with that you always say, and people always talk about just do, just do good. Don't look for it to come back to you. Just do good because it makes you feel good. It's the right thing to do. I I, you know, I do like to play the karma card. I think that, but I don't know if it's always transparent. It's, it's the narrative. I don't know. We don't know you know we go by what goes by science but i do know this to segue let me get this guy's name jeff Chernon from scottsdale arizona said brad likes to eat <laughs> dot 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 so do i i'm a big wings eater and i'm <laughs> your guys's age i'm in my low 60s what does that mean, low 60s? Oh, Jeff, uh, come on. Early, I mean, early yeah. Early 60s. Look at Brad. Brad's 38, and I'm 46. Early 60s. That's Ask I mean. Brad, because I don't remember this when we were younger. Does you like ranch on his wings <laughs> or blue cheese? Because do you ever remember? I don't remember. We talked about I don't remember ranch as a kid, but Brad, you're the Epicurean on this show, which means you're the food expert.
1: Yeah, what the hell is ranch that? Ranch
0: or blue cheese on your wings?
1: I got to go with my girl, Mila. My girl, Myla, and I go out for wings. She's a great actress, a great person, a great mom. Bring on the ranch, baby. So we- Okay, we ranch, here we, we go. Ranch.
0: Yeah. He's got more. He, he he actually did a segment for us. This is this is Ask Brad. I like it. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> Brad, yeah. on a hamburger.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> is it lettuce, tomatoes, is it, is it two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun? Do you like lettuce, <laughs> tomato, onion, the normal with ketchup and maybe another so or, or ranch you put ranch or just something you have to put on your burger that you could you could tell me to put on mine and would make it something you would eat
1: <laughs> i love mayonnaise i love it like like richard gear an officer in search of a gentleman what are you doing mayonnaise
0: that was great it was brad. that a great movie oh my god blue All gossip, right. blue gossip Jr. brett brad Good yeah he, this is Jeff turn on Scottsdale Arizona Brad okay. are you a pie eater or a cake eater you like oh. cake better than pie oh. great question
1: bring on. it's Jeff right Jeff turn on yeah, Jeff turn
0: on from Scottsdale right. Arizona who knows
1: I'm gonna get a restraining order against him but <laughs> <laughs> hey Jeff let me tell you something bring on the cake baby I love that cake yeah you know and when you know when I date my ladies I ask them if they like cake, because I like to put it all over their body and lick it off. That's my uh. The, la- the last culture. thing you
0: said, and this pertains to you, yeah. Brad, when you go to the movie on a date, or you go by yourself, are you a popcorn and soda eater, or do you stick to the Jujabes, Raisinets, and Coopers?
1: <laughs> Jeff, let me explain something to you. I got I to tell you something. Next time you go to the movies, because that's the only place to watch a movie, once want you get a big, giant uh, bucket of popcorn, OK? I want you to drench it in butter. And then I want you to get M and M's. Okay. And if you get the big bucket, you get two packages of M and M's and you pour it in M and M's and popcorn. Somebody taught me this years ago. It's unbelievable. Then you get the, the butter at the bottom and you just drink the butter. It's amazing. And then you uh, go, yeah. then you go into heart surgery. No, you that's the greatest that's what i do all the time popcorn and m&ms but together with a lot of butter okay
0: he's got two more i'm gonna read all this stuff the one i like the best i don't read really what this he said ask brad halle berry or rachel aniston or both i'll answer for brad
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh god i love oh i love it all man i love I-, I love the rainbow of life i love everything it's the person but i you know I've dated every color, every religion, everybody. And that's what I do. I just I it's about it's who they are. It's not really not what they look like, it's what's inside, you know. And uh I have to say, you know, I'm a big kisser. If you're a good kisser, you know, I'm your guy cuz I'm the I greatest kisser. You, you know,
0: know what? I, let's yeah. let's get I real fish. real here. They asked me, "Fish, what turns you on to a woman?" Yeah. And I if you kiss great, I always thought this too, and it's true. If yeah. you're a great kisser, the rest of you is good in the sack. I've noticed that the passion yes. is there. True. I mean, and I mean, I've had, I, and maybe I had a girl one time that was drop dead gorgeous. Like you saw the star Wars movie with job the Hutt, Yeah. <laughs> uh, the tongue like that. And it just turned me off. But I mean, I love kissing a woman. My wife is the most phenomenal kisser. I mean, 35 years and brad it's good to know that you you're a kisser because look at that kisser on you
1: well that's one thing remember in uh, pretty woman um richard Gere asked uh, julie roberts to kiss him and she said no because girls keep that back they you know uh you know hookers strippers they do not kiss because they keep that for themselves for that special person but um i like women who are goofy like when I drive Lyft, I'll tell the girl in the back. I go, you know why you're the, you're the total package? You're beautiful. And I show them, I, I put down, uh, show them the mirror. I go, look at yourself, but you're goofy. You have a goofy laugh and you you make fun of yourself. That's really what life's about, you know, humility. I mean, I love women who are goofy with a goofy laugh. And that's what it's all about because there's so many good looking people in this world. You know, all these actresses and these actors, look at me, I look at my boobs a guy look at my abs look how great looking i am i go yeah you're in la now buddy or miss this is where all the beautiful people come you're one of many so you gotta distinguish yourself and and you gotta you know you gotta step out being something else other than what's here and i think personality is big a lot of these girls and guys they have no person no game zero game right and by the way, Vicky, this is for you. You are one of the greatest actors I know. I know you probably never acted. You have acted for 36 years telling five, this guy five, that he is a good kisser and a good lover and a good anything. Vicki, he married way up, girl. Way up. Okay? You said yes to a great guy. So. Yeah, I got to find. Yeah, I gotta you find said her. I
0: do? Yeah. My dad, rest in peace, gave her a big envelope and said, "Thank you." you get him off my hands. <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know, hey, the envelope isn't like there, Godfather. He's oh, off bless the books. The last one is very interesting. This guy's great. He can write for the show. I mean, I, we yeah. we, don't, we aren't scripted. The last one's a bit. Be- I love this one, Brad. If you were stuck in a bunker because of nuclear war and you had to watch one movie, that's all you can get the rest of your life, and what would it be
1: fast times at Ridgemont high that's my movie baby stands the test of time that's my movie I'm in the bunker and uh I'm all alone and that's the movie how about you how about you fish oh
0: god well probably goodfellas I mean I know it's it's just I did because because Dave Brown rest in peace friend of the show uh, we would walk through a mom's saloon with John Hyatt, the midget friend of yours, and we would just sit there and recite lines from that no, no. Little friends. person, not no. I love the John. John Hyatt says hello. Um, I we would just recite the lines and you still can. And it's still, it's still, yeah. I mean, these are movies, Brad. We're talking about, we talked about this. If yeah. you're you're watching TV with Jerry and you're doing the you're turning the channels and your mom mm-hmm. and fast times comes on, you're not turning the channel to go somewhere else, are you?
1: No, 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 exactly. No. You're right. What's your
0: favorite scene in, for, for our listeners? Because that's an iconic 1982 film. and Brad, the one time I ever acted, Brad did a pilot for Fox, and he put me in a remake of the All-American Burger scene with Judge Reinhold and Sean Penn. Go watch the movie. What's your favorite scene in that movie? And I'll give you mine in Goodfellas.
1: Okay, my favorite scene. in, Well, any scene with Sean Penn and uh, Ray Walston, you know, Mr. Hand. But my favorite, <laughs> my favorite scene in that movie is when Phoebe Cates is in the pool and uh, Judge Reinhold, Brad Hamilton is in the bathroom and he looks out the window and he sees her in the pool. And then he get then he goes to sit on the toilet and he starts to uh, (coughs) pleasure himself. And then of course she gets out of the pool and, and he's dreaming about her. And she says, hi, Brad, you know how cute I always thought you were. Now I think she's talking to me. Okay, that's why I love the scene. And then, of course, she gets uh, some uh, water in her ear, goes in the house, and he forgot. And uh, Judge Reinhold, uh, Brad Hamilton, forgot to lock the bathroom door. She walks in and she finds him jerking off, yeah. which is fantastic. which was, was wonderful. That was an '80s movie, and they're showing that because that's real. Right before the show, well, I wait off. Wait a good minute, luck.
0: I'm going to cut you off. Why? tell the audience you consulted for that scene only okay you're the one who <laughs> did the whole you blocked that whole scene whoever directed that movie stand aside but the, what you've left out yeah. is when she gets out of the pool he's dreaming she undoes the top of her
1: there you go. of her
0: bra and phoebe cates's breasts are so beautiful and this is not ai this yeah. is not whatever you do you know cg those are real and then you go to that scene i mean it was great so you could watch cool. that movie and that a million times Good fellas. Yeah, which, Did you see Goodfellas? Yeah. You had to. Of course. That scene when Henry marries Karen and they're living with, with, with the parents, the Jewish parents, and he's out all night with, with uh, Petchy, and the mother looks at her, and he goes, he goes, where is he? Do you know these people? They're not Jewish. You know, and she goes, "Ma, He's out with his friends. When he comes in at five in the morning and he walks in, the mother goes, where were you? People don't act like this. And you hear Pety in the background making fun of her. I was I could watch it a thousand times was, and laugh my ass up. Crazy. And the lady that played the mother of Lorraine Brocco played um in your boy, Jane, your friend James Gandolfini's show. Oh, the no Sopranos problem. played the mother of, of Carmela. So it's funny how that right. it's funny. But yeah, I would watch Good in a Bunker. Thank you very much. Jeff. Yep. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, from Scottsdale Arizona. That was that was fantastic. Give us a little segment. Now I'm gonna to go to pet peeve's. This happened to be Sunday, and I didn't tell you. I protect Brad all the time. We talk. He's been such a great serious on a serious on uplifting counsel for me. He's my concierge. All right. When I'm down, I you know I'm, I'm a lo- I'm a loose can. Please, please take this to note. I called a restaurant, and it's an, uh, and I can't, I'm not allowed to say this because I found out from my podcast guy, Justin. Oh, I can't say it. But it's an ethnic of ethnic persuasion. When I called the restaurant, the person on the line didn't know one word of fucking English. As I'm trying to make my order, they're mad at me because they couldn't because I'm trying to make the order. All right. Bring my wife into this. My wife goes, calm down, calm down. So that I can't stand this. We love their food, but they 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 hire, you know, they gotta hire someone, a kid out of high school, give them a minimum wage just to answer the phone, they do tremendous business. She goes why don't you go down there and just order it there i go no that's not the point i want to order it's so like when i get there it's ready i'll make a long story short she goes well just go down I go vicky if i go down there and i order it they might know my voice and the guy's probably answering the phone taking the order he get pissed off with me there could be an altercation i gotta go to jail i gotta call brad to bail me out i don't want that so vicky goes you know, i'll go down there so i drive her to the restaurants <laughs> about two miles from her house and she walks in there and i'm waiting and i'm waiting also, she walks out with this sour look, like, and she goes, "Son of a bitch!" My mark never. Son of a bitch she goes, "That bastard couldn't get my order right." So I, she walks gets in the car. And she goes, "Let's go somewhere else, please." The moral of the story is, if you have a restaurant, I've been in restaurant business for decades, and you take to go orders, it's this is not racism or anything like that. You should know that the pe- that ninety nine percent of the people calling you are speaking English. What's your biggest pet peeve, Brad?
1: That fucking story is my, my pet peeve. What? That that fucking story you just told is my pet What's peeve. What's wrong with that story? I mean, give the person a break. Oh, okay, they don't speak English, they don't speak it well. Brad, right. I understand what you're stop. saying. Stop, stop
0: like, right there. You're gonna own a restaurant one day and a bar called Johnny Cocktails, and they're gonna have lizard sliders, and you are gonna get to go orders out of cahoots. And I can see your fat ass walking through and listening to a guy just overlooking the operations and hearing the person on the phone and saying why well, what are you doing you're costing me money guarantee you that person is costing them money
1: all right all right you're, you're the restaurant guy all right but again you know get, cut the guy some slack i bet you know every time he takes an order he learns english a little better <laughs> So we're like an English class for you. Us.
0: Are you are you you are uh, you are a special the ultimate friend, optimist, my friend. Oh, the ultimate optimist. That's that's what what I do, listen
1: me. to your sorry ass every fucking week. I love you, brother. uh we going? Are we going to the end? Or are we gonna? Are we gonna end it right no, now? Have you
0: anything else you want? I mean, no. I mean, we. Uh, yeah, it's it's all good. Everything's good. um I'm looking forward to seeing you. I owe you two dinners. um <laughs> Who knows? You always I ask each other this. How's your mom and dad?
1: Mom and dad are great, they're doing really well. Thank give, give the audience,
0: give our new listeners who are building up on Podbean. Yeah. Talk to us about the ages of Jerry and Sandy and what you do for them for the last 11 years. I think that's that says everything about you.
1: Well, my mom and dad uh, are my life. They gave me the greatest life. So I told them that I'm gonna return the favor and take them all the way to the end. My dad is 91 years old. In, in good health, he watches TV all day but he's very organized. He writes everything down. So he knows everything that's going on. And my mom, she screams at him and he screams back at her. And that's normal for me. You know, they love each other. They've been married 61 years. My mom is 82 years old. She's the greatest mom. She, you know, she cooks, she cleans, that's her happy place. And then she, you know, tells me, uh, you know, tells me I got to find a wife, I got to get a life and all that stuff. But I'm blessed because I still have my parents. I thank God every day that I do, and uh, they're they're my life. And my dog Annie, who's eleven years old, seventy-seven to you and me. Uh, she is my best friend, and uh, I do everything with her. I take her everywhere when I can, when I'm not working, and uh, that's my life. And
0: uh, well, your, your life's for, about to get yeah, your for, life's about yeah. to get a lot better in 2024. New, new, February,
1: podcast host co-host.
0: No, forget the podcast. But you're gonna start acting. You're gonna start. You're gonna start. You're gonna start acting and stop lifting. Okay, I'm gonna tell you something. You better I, start lifting this. I, I was, but not, I'm gonna tell you something. I start
1: lifting now. The gym? No, 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 no. No gym for me. The gym is McDonald's. That's where I go to work at.
0: Let me explain something to you. <laughs> the gym is a, the gym is a guy that works at the registered McDonald's. Yeah, right? Jim. Yeah, J-I-M. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, buddy. Uh, you just you know, every day is a gift. I I take if I have a bad day, because we all have bad days, I've told this on the show before. My dad is giving me the greatest wisdom. Tomorrow is a brand new day. Tomorrow, clean slate. Things overnight can change in your life, okay? And as an actor, here, here. so we had the strike and I had uh, an audition. I, I tried to get in for an audition. Ready for this? For the show Station 19, okay? The casting directors would not read me. Guess what the part was is a guest star. Okay. A person in their fifties or sixties, I'd be acting cause I'm 38 years old, as you know. And, um, it was a, a Lyft driver. <laughs> okay. A Lyft driver. Oh, and, oh, oh, Gagarious, overweight and, uh, funny and caring or whatever. Couldn't get in. Could, they wouldn't read me. Can you imagine this is the business? And I listen, I was just on Curb Your Enthusiasm. The number one of the number one shows on HBO in 20, for, for 20 years, the number one show in the world. Cause you know, I'm gonna tell you, Larry David's Jewish, but he there's more people that watch it that are not Jewish than Jewish. That's the thing. Everything's always oh, Jewish. It's only for the Jewish crowd. No, I talk to people on a daily basis. They watch the show. They love them because Larry David, says what we're all thinking, but they don't have the guts to say it. Larry David says it. You, you and, remember, you, you're, way, you're,
0: you're, you know, you've been on the show.
1: Well, I just want to say one thing this Sunday, uh, February 4th, the last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, show number one, season 12, everybody get HBO, get it for a month for free. If you don't have it, because it's going to be the greatest ending to a
0: series ever. I'll, I'll tell you how eclectic that guy is and how controversial how great he is as a writer. They had they had an episode was the last year or the year before where he goes to the Holocaust Museum and he stands he steps in dog shit and there's all the shoes of the Jews that were killed in one thing. And he pulls a pair out and steals them to wear. And you you know, could you imagine? I mean, he does stuff that is so controversial, but it's it's you know what he does the most when you want to be a writer or an actor everything he does circles around you can do something in the first five minutes and you see it how it it circles around to the ending and it and and it becomes you know sort of a, a closure it's phenomenal hey i want to close our back. show in the comments' a great go frame. Back. i want to close my show on always something yeah, our show Isn't that on always something you just funny talk to yourself I, all day long okay yeah but I, I, this is this this, this this we're talking about you right now This is something i got to show. I've showed it three times on our podcast, 47 shows. But it's so comical and so funny to me. Brad did a commercial, and you just got to watch it. We have new viewers all the time. (laughs) It's a blast from the past. All your favorite arcade games like Asteroid, Centipede, Defender, and Gallagher. So polish up your old moves. You'll need them to survive. The arcade classics. Now available in -in two-in-one game packs for Game Boy and Super Game Boy, baby.
1: I love, love it. Commercial. I love it. It's so great. It was so for Nintendo back in the day. Two days of dancing on that floor, man. And I could move unbelievable,
0: I man. Really you know dance. what? That you did that. I looked at your midriff and I said, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes and Tom Brady's got nothing on my boy Brad <laughs> <Frank> Lumber.
1: <laughs> a lot of fun, man. Like I told you, I've had a great life. I have a lot more living to do. Touch some I want to touch some more lives. And, you know, we're touching lives with this podcast. You know that? And uh, it's so much fun, But Another show in the books, number 47. Uh, Next week, we'll have our Super Bowl predictions. And as I always say, sir, Dave Linden, take us home.
0: You've been listening to the Fat Fish Podcast.
1: Heard on all your favorite platforms. Until next time.